There's nothing more humbling and inspiring and attractive than witnessing somebody be truly and uniquely exceptional. Except, of course, for their journeys. Maybe it's luck. Maybe it's genetics. Maybe it's work ethic. Scott and I wanted to see if we could discover what makes some of the universe's most incredible humans the successes they've become. And ultimately, find out exactly how they became... Ugh, so, so good. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Ugh, You're So Good. Today, our guest is the amazing Jonathan Van Ness. He is a hairdresser, podcaster, comedian, television personality. He's probably best known for being on the massively successful Netflix show Queer Eye. And he also has this hilarious web series called Gay of Thrones that I'm obsessed with. And today, he is going to tell us a little bit about his journey. Hope you guys love it. Hi, you guys. It's Scott. And Rosie. And this is our new podcast. Uh, you're, you're so, so good. good. Where we interview people that are the best at what they do. And, and the guest we have today good. is really good at a lot of things. Th- th- this one's kind of stressful because there's like too many skills to, to <laughs> yeah. point to. <laughs> we have a lot to cover. <laughs> Everyone welcome Jonathan Van Ness. I was going to say all your accolades. Okay, see, we're bad podcasters. No, I was going to say all your accolades first, uh-huh. but then Jonathan but then, Van Ness, the Jonathan Van Ness. Welcome. Thank you. We're so happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Like we were saying before, we're terrified because other than being starstruck, you are a literal podcast like celeb. No. So we're, <laughs> you're an expert. I've just been doing it for a, I, well, actually, I guess it's not that. Everyone has like a, well, no offense. Lots of people have a new podcast. And I love that because <laughs> podcasting is constantly growing and it's evolving and it's such right, a right. burgeoning moment that yeah. I'm getting curious. I started in the end of November of 15 mm. and, um, and, but I mean, I, there's so many podcasts that I'm obsessed with that were like around, like from the beginning, like one of my favorite yeah. favorite ever is throwing shade. That What's was like, that the, one? Um, oh, yeah. that's with Aaron Gibson it and Brian show, right? Yep. Yeah. And, um, that one has been around and it's really funny and so smart and so, uh, just very smart and like presidential. I love serial. I love mm-hmm. and all those have been around for a hot minute. Yeah, well, ours is really casual um, because it's just our friendship on air. That's but what that's it great. is. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Great. We've actually had so much fun doing it We've too. Had the most I always fun leave like it. buzzing with inspiration. Yeah, and, like, just so learning. Because the point of the podcast is we we Scott and I are obsessed with working hard. Like we both just love to have a dream and follow it and get from A to B. That's like our, our original friendship. Like we bonded on mm-hmm. that level. And so this podcast is basically just bringing out people who are amazing at stuff and like learning from them. It's oh so yeah. inspiring. Well, I don't really feel like I'm like amazing stuff to your first thing. I just am like moderately okay at multiple things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like multiple things. Like, cause I like a lot of different things, but I do tend to like hyper focus on one of them at a yeah. time until I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, I feel like I understand you. And then like, I still do it, but then there's like other things like, because I can only focus on so many things at once. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Should we go through all the things you're good at? Just yeah, so everyone, everyone knows who you are already, but yeah. Oh, yeah. hairdresser groomer. Activist. Activist. Ice skater. <laughs> Ice skater. Michelle Kwan, our Instagram friends. Comedian. Talk about it. Actually, IRL friends. Okay, well, We're stop not bragging. just Instagram friends. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> um, podcaster. Yes. 
and, um, comedian. Yeah, I've sold out Radio City. Congrats! Um, yes, that was really surreal, that's but, so sick. But more importantly than selling out Radio Silly City, um, Radio City Silly, um, <laughs> I got my mom and dad under the same roof, and oh my um, God. that was really, really, really cute. They were that both is. there. That's amazing, and that was very uh, surreal for my little baby, like yeah. inner child. It was really fun. My whole yeah. family was there. I had. Tons of flowers. I nailed a standing back tuck. Do you want to hear like that? Do you want to hear the backstory of Radio City? Of like just the ins and outs of the weekend of that show? Okay. So it all started the night before Radio Uh City. Actually, it started way before that when like contracts and blah, blah, blah. But no one wants to hear that story. So really, it's like Radio City and the night before I played Pittsburgh. And when we got to Pittsburgh, I had two shows and the fucking stage was pitched, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what that means or raked, honey. She was raked. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she was on a pitch. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how my tumbling passes are really going to work on this like slightly tilted oh, stage. So like, roll your ankle. But I was like, yeah. I bet it won't be that bad. And so I warm up my first standing tuck and it was just pitched enough that I landed like off of my little tumble track thingy. And it just really like my whole little tum-tum kind of got tingly because I was like, ooh, I feel like that bruise in my heel in my stomach. Um, but then I was like, ooh, maybe that was just like a random impact and it's not that bad. So then when I warmed up the second one, I was really trying to like land on my little tumble track thing. Uh-huh. And um, so I didn't quite put like enough on it. So I like I just felt like it was like a little under-rotated, which made me like stumble a little bit to like stand up. And then I like fell into an audio box. So then I was like, you know, I was like, I think, and it was also, I should say like a teensy weensy stage. It was like not as big of a stage as like the wider ones that like I, you know, flip on. Mm. So I was like, um, maybe I just won't do tucks today. I'm just going to do like some back handspring. So I took it down a notch, but I did definitely (laughs) bruise my heel. Like I bruised, like I've never bruised my heel before. And, um, so then at Radio City, I was like, I'm just going to like, I'm not doing the Pamchinko tonight. I'm just, Uh I can't, I don't know if you've, have you seen the cutting edge? No. You're too young for that. <laughs> wow, or all of you guys. He loves Jacob, it our engineer, is very excited. Okay, well, yeah. So the Panchinko, uh, my sweet young babykin, is, um, it's this famous movie from the 90s. It's a figure skating love story ah. between this hockey player who ended up getting a blind spot and he could no longer pursue his dream of becoming an Olympic hockey ah. player. But with said blind spot, he was somehow like inexplicably able to become a Paris figure skater, which my opinion is like requires more ability to like see in your peripheral vision. Um, but he ends up like learning like all of his triples and his like double axle in like literally six weeks according wow. to this movie and he wow. they joined together and wait is this a, a true story no okay. uh, <laughs> it's just a famous movie from 1991 <laughs> okay. or two um but there's have you ever heard anyone be like topic no wow. is it the well, there's a very famous, famous movie montage. And honestly, you all should really probably see it. I'm a little embarrassed to having to be yeah. the one to tell you about this movie. It's kind of a classic. Um, uh, but yeah, we're go like, yeah. pick. It's, that's what it's from. Um, but yeah, so I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. oh, so in that movie, there's this move that's very scary. There's another really famous montage in this movie where they're learning the Pamchinko. And then at the Olympics, when they're going out to take their like final spot in their long program, honey, he's shaking his head. He knows everything. <laughs> yeah, <else. laughs> Jacob is, gets um, it. But, I just watched this movie like two weeks ago. It's oh my so God. Good. Yeah. It's so good. It's, I mean, my try, wife has. Well, I'll watch it's it It's so great. So as they're taking their spots on the long program, she's like, it's in. And she's the one who has to get like thrown up. And he's like, it's out. It's too dangerous. And she's like, it's in. And he's like, it's out. She's like, it's in. It's out. It's in. It's out and the music Trauma. starts and it's like vroom vroom scut 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 it's just like <laughs> it's just like 90s like um race car music and it's very then, acapella it is and then um but they totally do the fucking pamchinko and so basically at Radio City Music Hall I was like I just I don't think this is a night for me to do the pamchinko I don't want to fall in front of like a sold out crowd not to keep name dropping sold out but I didn't want to like oh. no, you I should didn't want to do dropping. it I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it so then my little tumbling coach was there and she's like well queen we have to have like a flip in your routine it can't be all handsprings and yeah. a handstand roll down and I was like 
You're right. I do need a flipping element. You're totally right. So she was like, what about a standing back tuck? And I was like, Eureka, bitch. I have been doing standing <laughs> back tuck. Bitch. But I have never done a standing back tuck in this particular routine. So Emmy's like, well, I think we should warm it up. So we warm up these three back tucks backstage. And then as I'm doing my little routine, I like am stepping up to do my standing back tuck. And as I'm about to do it, I was like, oh my God, I hope you don't over rotate this. I hope you don't fall. I hope your adrenaline doesn't make you forget how to do this. And then I was like, oh my God, you haven't even rehearsed this routine with the standing back tuck in that moment. It only, I'd only been like doing like standing back handsprings <laughs> at that moment. So then like I stood up and then I was like, oh my God, you're going to miss the peak like, completely. And then I was like, I just did it and I landed it. It was totally oh gorgeous. God. I nailed yes! everything. There's a theme. Oh. You were brave. You, you went for brave. it. <laughs> yes. you, you dared amazing. greatly. But what I've realized about my tumbling routine in my uh, tour is, is that because Julie, who's here, who we love so much, was just telling me last week, she was like, do you realize that you've done all these shows and, like, you just never mention again that, like, you do this big, like, gymnastics tumbling routine yeah. in, like, the middle of the two, like, it's, like, comedy, con- like, I it's, like, stand-up, stand-up, and then, it's a like, unique more stand-up, show. and it's then I just come out, and I just, there's no explanation, it's just, like, lights out, there's uh, a tumble track there, cool lights come it. on, like, cool. and then I never acknowledge it again. But I love that about you in general, you yes. just do whatever the fuck you want, you're like, yes. I'm gonna be a figure skater now, and then I'm gonna, like, it's very I just, hard. I think the only common thing I can think of, I'm trying to pin, pinpoint like who is Jonathan Van Ness? Like, what is this thing that he's so great at? The only common theme, sorry to just ego you up right now, but is that you, you do it, you just follow your heart. And you what, what you're passionate you about. Go, and that sounds cheesy, but it's so true because a lot of people don't. They try to craft this character, yeah. try to craft this career of what yeah. they should be doing. And you're just like, I'm going to follow literally what makes me feel good. And that's it. And I think that's what people fall in love with. But yeah. we should let you talk about right, that right. because <laughs> that's the point of this. No, you're exactly. doing great. Yeah. But I also think that it's like really, I think another little key is, is that like, Essentially, as long as I have like that captive audience on tour, like I'm just gonna like make you watch routines that my dad wouldn't. Yeah. So right, really, right, I'm right. just like healing That's my inner child. Though. Yeah. Uh. I'm just healing my inner child and making everyone like watch it. You know, with me, and I just think that's gorgeous. Uh, How did you guys get that. so fucking good at harmonizing and stuff? Oh you no, know, I'm we were not that good singing. at harmonizing. I had to really. Actually, I am now, but I had to work at that one. Why don't yeah. you guys do a little baby harmony? Oh, of should course. Should we lose us? I'm feeling without you, you and I. And that's your. Something has changed. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, we've changed parts. No, I more just meant like an A and a whatever. Like oh. just like, like oh. literally a note. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> that was so much simpler than oh, what yeah, I tried to do. Oh yeah, that was We were like, okay, let's oh do God, our that entire song. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was like a left. Why was did like, we panic? This is what we do for a living. <laughs> You just overcomplicated it, Queen. That's all. Okay. You're right. You're right. That's so, funny. can I ask you? Because you just dropped a dad thing, and like, I want to get there. Yeah. Semi. Like, were, like, can you tell me who your family is? Like, were they into you? Were they into what you were doing? Were they like, he's a star? Were they like, what did they say? Actually, um, my dad just told me this really cute story, which is um, really cute. Uh, he was telling me that his dad once. So my parents got divorced when I was little, when I was mm-hmm. like five, and then uh, where are you from? From like rural Illinois, like five hours okay. southwest of Chicago. Um, it's called it's called Quincy. It's like on the Mississippi River. I was about to be like, it's called Illinois. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my like, so I would go to Christmas with my dad's side of the family, and um, that's when I would really get to like spend the most time with his parents until like much later. And uh, my dad called my his dad when we got home, like from the drive back to like my hometown from Bloomington. It was like a three hour drive, and he was like, "We're home." And uh, and also, I guess I should say, is my family into me? Yes. Uh, did they think I was going to be? Uh, like you're a star absolutely not um nor did I and I mean I just I really just wanted to be like a hairdresser who didn't need to have anyone help me like and like not Mm -hmm. be in the hospital and Mm -hmm. like 
survive uh, was yeah. all of my mm-hmm. goals. I definitely didn't think that I would. I mean, mm-hmm. although when I was little, I really did want to be discovered at a mall, like in the matter of like Britney Spears, like outside of Claire's. Yeah. 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 Oh, I would walk through the mall yeah. being like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 someone was going to yes. be like, you're a star. The talent scouts are always there. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> walking around. Everyone. I used to do that with, um, but I would speak, me and my friend Emily would speak um, like fake French or like fake uh, oh languages God. like in oh the God. mall because we were like, oh, because oh then God. people will really think that we're cool. Like, like well, why? Yeah. 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 They're like, wow. <laughs> like, who are these like French kids? International models. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Okay, but you're in the middle of a story. Your dad's with those. Oh yeah. So his. So he called his parents to be like, oh, like we're home. And his when his dad answered the phone, uh, he was like, John, which is my dad. Mm-hmm. That kid's gonna be famous someday. <laughs> and my and, and my dad was like, I wish I would have known like what you said to him to make him say that. Because in my memory, like. My that grandfather was a doctor, and he mm. was very like he like was like a pilot in the Korean War. He was like very stern. Mm. Like I remember one time when I was eight, I called him to be like, "What's like? Why are calico cats like always female?" <laughs> and he like and he launched into this like whole genetic explanation of it, and like he was yelling like like yell talking, explaining it to me for like forty minutes. And the first time I like chimed in to ask a question he was like well if you'd shut up I'm oh trying to God. like I'm trying to tell you <laughs> and like I like I had like five conversations with him that and I think I cried leaving like four of them before the age of like 14 because right. he was just very like intense yes yeah. yeah um but I don't remember what I was gonna say about that but my dad was just saying like that I wish you would have known what you said and I was like it was probably something about like donkeys or like, <laughs> like donkeys and camels or yeah, just you know free. I was really well, I was really like curious about like animals and like, yeah. like when I was little and like the I-70 killer and uh, not dying in a way that like would uh, have you die on Unsolved Mysteries, like Unsolved Mysteries really stressed <laughs> yeah, You wanted to be safe. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted to be safe. I get it. Or I like get that. if yeah. you died, like people would know why. That was important. No, oh, okay. no, no. I really just was, uh, I feel like Unsolved Mysteries and tabloids were, when I was little, I was like, oh my God, that guy will. Terrifying. Terrifying. I was like, yeah. I, like if someone was like a puppy or whatever, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Secret saying that was high. Yeah, you didn't no, that know. scream. <laughs> they're, they're sisters. I have a question. When you were a kid, did you butch it up at all for your parents, or were you just like acting like you do now? Um, okay, so when I was in fifth grade, I there's no one I loved more than Leon Rhymes and Hanson. And uh, oh my god! Yeah, and then there was nothing more queen. that I also loved than to just wear like matching monochromatic sweatsuits with like really really tall. They were like off the shoulder on the top. I hated button snaps and zippers, uh-huh. so I was all about like elastic Comfort. bands and like sweatsuits. <laughs> juicy and, couture. Yeah, she knows what she and, likes. Yeah, but, but pre that, pre honey, juicy. Like, okay, I, yeah. We didn't have pre. There was no juicy couture in Quincy, Illinois. Yeah. I, well, maybe 2006 <laughs> there was, but I was already long gone by. Then. Yeah. Um, so uh, no, I didn't. And I really like I c- couldn't. I think I probably tried to butcher up the most on Grinder and Scruff in the day, just like <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> just like trying to fool him long enough in the mask for mask uh-huh. era yeah. to just to, get him, mask yeah, era. just to get him What's over in the first like masculine for masculine. Like, yeah. Oh my god. And I'd be like, totally sub bro, yes. <laughs> I am <laughs> I'm glad those days are Barrow. kind of over. Yeah, what a boring. Yeah, I just well, now I can't even like she's. I haven't been on a grinder or a scruff in such a long time. I'm kind of like Meghan Markle. Like I had to delete all my accounts. <laughs> oh I my got god! <laughs> I really did. I can't even have like a Finsta grinder or a scruff. You can't. It's I'm just, just like fully Meghan Markle. I do kind of feel like Meghan Markle in terms of like instead of like marrying. You remind prince, me of like Meghan I got yeah, like same. I got um I got like super like. Uh, successful. Oh my God. <laughs> Way to go. You're a prince. Can I ask you why you, th- here's my question. Why do you think 
you became successful. What well, is it? To tie it back to the um, storyline of your podcast, I think that I have like a, I do have like an abnormally high work ethic and mm-hmm. a really high tolerance for rejection. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because you're not so sensey about it. You just keep it rolling. Right. Because sometimes people fail yeah. one time and they're like, I mean, I, I always it. say that like I've, I've been, I'm a singer songwriter and I've been signed and dropped multiple times. I've been through the ringer with it. And I, and I always say to people like, if I could quit, I would, it's not like, it'd be so nice to not, to not have a literal calling, but like my whole body, all my cells, everything in me is like, sorry, like this is who you are. This is what you do. And so giving up isn't really an option. So it's not, uh, so I don't know if that's really the same thing, but it's like rejection can come and it sucks, but you have to be like, okay, this is who I am. It's a part of life and there's no way like around it or above it or you just like, you really have to go through it. But, um, it's like not that it happens. It's like, we know how you deal with it. Mm -hmm. Right. All right, you guys, it's time for my sweet angel of a boyfriend slash our mixologist on the show, Mark Manio, to make a drink. Time for a drink. Midwest Cuts Boyfriend. Time to get wasted. Should we do the drink? Oh my God, yeah. So every podcast, we try to figure out what type of drink our guest is. And, um... Uh Yours, well, for convenience sake, we just brought this. Yeah. <laughs> Partially, for that reason. It's sparkling water that's spiked, and here's why. Oh, he's the uh, face. Oh, really? oh, oh, no. I already hate sparkling water. Oh, but I've no, no. We've been Not at- to be that, like, a bitch, but I no, whatever be honest. Like, sparkling, no, like, be bark. Like, that oh. fucking salty goddamn. I, I'm just like, this This water's fucking ruined. Uh, and there's okay. probably <laughs> we, got way too co- we got way too yeah. cocky. We got way too cocky. Guava and other stuff in it that maybe it's adorable. That's so funny. We've been oh killing God. it mint. so hard, but the Literally, guessing that we just got mint? too confident. Um, <laughs> it's no, it's not grapefruit and mango. Oh, I'm into those. Yeah. Okay, but oh, that's but, good. Yeah. It's refreshing. Yeah. 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 And you're okay, you don't have to drink one, but bright. Feels good. Yes. We, I like all we were like things. four in a row of them being like, I drink nothing else but that. Yeah, but we, we were really like, we fucking Oh my god. And then we just lost it. You're I'm, a curveball. I was well, you know what? I'm really working with my inner people pleaser these days and I'm telling her to calm down. <laughs> good for you. Because she's good. been too much, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too, so I'm just like, you could better calm down. But also, I like those flavors, but like sparkling water does make me feel sad. You know what's Aww. funny? Are I you sure? Not in drinks, not in drinks, not in drinks. Not in drinks. Or grapefruit. Oh, I don't you're like, I don't want it at all. I don't. <laughs> you don't have to drink it. Don't I definitely it want one. I'll have one. I want yeah, to try it. This is your second pot of I the day. Try. I want to try. Thank know. God it's gluten free, well, it says on here. We, I also have like a fierce um, aversion to La Croix. Oh, interesting. Why? Yeah. Just because the brand is annoying yeah, to you? I or because? Like, I think I just, no, I just think I feel worn out. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I get you. French? My bubbly stuff. Well, let's try it. Yeah. I'm oh, it's not that bubbly. Cheers. I'm down to We're try. So cheers, cheers, cheers. So happy to have cheers. you. Cheers. Oh, this is so fun. Uh, You're the busiest uh, uh, person in the world. No. Thanks. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh-oh. How do we feel? No, no. It's too I'm bubbly. Like, no, it's I'm too just chasing it. <laughs> He's chasing it with coffee right now. Uh, All right. Well, this was a, this was a mess. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Point water is, and I love coffee and I also love marijuana. There, Those uh, are like my three favorite flavors. We can do that instead. And pie. <laughs> and also pie. You know what's the problem? What? The older I get, the more I just want like chicken fingers, pizza, That's cookies. That's not a problem. Um, I think it's because I've just been really like busy these last two years. So I've just been like, oh my God, I'm going to go to those comfort to foods feel nice. Yeah, they do feel nice. They make me and feel I very feel like safe. I work so many hours and I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting Jack in the box. Yeah. Right I seriously fresh. don't care. Like, when you have, like, And he doesn't help because he's always like, I like when you gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, how old are you guys? 
27. 27. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a sweet age. Um, there's also <laughs> something, but there's also like not to like whatever, and not that there's anything wrong with gaining weight, but there is this thing that happens to your metabolism when you're like, there was one I noticed at 25, and then there was like this other one at 30. Okay. Where the Uh-oh. things that I used to be able to just like, I would eat a family sized thing of pop tarts, and I'd wake up the next day, and it was fine, and then all of a sudden, like it's 25, 70 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know I lost that, and then and that never happened again, but I just. Noticed at 30, like just micro little, like, yeah, aging oh, like, how is come rude. I can eat eight pieces of pie and it's like no big deal. Like, why am I like sugar hungover for three days if I eat like six bags <laughs> of Trader Joe's cookies? Yeah, like, why? <laughs> All right, you guys, that's the end of part one of our conversation with Jonathan Van Ness. Tune in next time for part two. 